I'm Carrie. And I'm Christina. We are two registered social workers living in British Columbia, Canada. We work with people who have experienced trauma, people who are currently living in trauma, and we have also experienced trauma ourselves. There's been a stigma around trauma, and we would like to bring it into the open and make it not so secret. We will be coming to you weekly to share our thoughts and opinions on how trauma impacts every area of our lives. Join us in exploring not-so-secret trauma. Hey everybody, welcome back. You may have noticed that it's been a couple weeks since our last recording. Um, So just a reminder that we're coming to you every second week um, for the next little bit. Um, and we will be introducing either co-hosts or guests. Mm-hmm. So if you're interested, please um, send us a message. We'd love to have you join us. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So this one is um, a good idea of Carrie's actually uh, about feeling the feelings. Yeah. So really excited about this episode because we all have feelings and we all feel them. Yeah. Sometimes we try and push them down or hide them. But this one's about really feeling all the feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, every time I say that, feel, feel all your feelings, there's a song on Sebastian's Spotify playlist called Feel My Feelings, I think, uh, by Mother Moon. I'll link it because cute. it's like a cute song um, about feeling your feelings and hoping they lead to healing. Well, yeah, that's a very good way of saying it. Yeah. Uh, you know, you process it, you heal. Yes. Or at least you understand and you can move towards healing and growing mm-hmm. and changing. Because if we're not, like, allowing ourselves that space to feel angry, yeah. happy, yeah. confused, yeah. then how do we move through and eventually past that? Yeah. I would love for you to put an answer on our like page. Um, I'm always curious if anybody is like me, where I thought men did not have feelings. The only feelings that men had were anger and oh. nonchalant or no feeling. That's funny that you say that right now because I just started listening to a podcast today called Secondhand Therapy. And it's two men mm. talking about their therapy session. That is so cool. And processing therapy. <laughs> that is so cool. I also will link that. I appreciate that. You yeah. Know, like, I can't believe I thought that. I thought that for the longest time. And I remember asking somebody at work, you actually feel that or are you just saying that? And they were like, no, men have feelings. And I was like, what? Yeah. Which I think mm-hmm. speaks to your life experience like your lived experience with the men in your life yeah which is sad yeah that's no longer the fact but no yeah but yeah I've definitely had to learn a lot about it but now I feel all the feelings because I feel like I was numb for a long time yeah and then I started feeling feelings like big feelings and I wanted to be numb again yeah but you know it turns out the feelings are good yes yeah like Again, I think I mentioned last time, I have a book called Good Anxiety. Right. I always thought that was terrible. Anxiety, oh, bad. Yeah. But anxiety's not bad. It's just like a warning. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's like an alarm bell going off in your body. 
Yeah. Um, when I was talking to my son about it when he was little, we were reading a book. Um, actually, we got at Odin Books in Vancouver. Um, they have, uh, like, I think they're a mental health bookstore. Oh, cool. Yeah, really cool. And I, it was before the internet, and I just phoned them and said, this is what's happening. And they said, here's some options. And I got them to send me a book. Before How to Train Your Dragon, the movie came out, mm-hmm. it was a dragon book. Oh. And workbook. And it did talk about different strategies for anxiety and how it was, like, if you picture it to be like a smoke alarm, and it's just set really sensitively. Oh, we want to make sure we catch every fire before it starts so your body's actually doing you a favor even though it seems scary and it feels awful yeah it's just a warning i think yeah and i think that sometimes are like if you have unmanaged anxiety that it can even be set to the sensitivity where you're detecting fires that will never start yeah well and this goes back to like thousands of years ago when we were surviving Mm. like anxiety was a good thing yeah it was like your body really really trying to keep you safe yeah it's like that um that's your the cycle of stress is like Mm -hmm. you are in danger and so you have to do this thing to make it go like so that you're not in danger so that you're safe and then our bodies still work that way (laughs) And if you don't, like, we still are wired to have that um, stress cycle completed. Yes. (laughs) And I have a book about that. I think it's called Completing the Stress Cycle. Okay. Very sciencey. So good read. It is a great read. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So when we were talking about what we wanted to talk about going into the (coughs) new year, um, a weird chain of events, I guess we can call it. I signed up for um, Flynn Skidmore's newsletter after we did the episode called Savory Experiences. He had that TikTok about your self-worth and how your priority should be making sure that you're having savory experiences, that they're things that you can feel and that like make you feel the way you want to feel um so his newsletter and I apparently missed the first one because it's the seven ingredients of happiness a seven part series and this is ingredient number two feel your feelings Mm. which was cool so I was reading it and then I got a text message from um somebody talking about how they had had an experience over the holidays that um, made them realize that they had done something similar to a person in their past, which was de- devastating. That's my word, not their word. Mm-hmm. Um, and my my question to them was, how are you going to process that? And they, at that point, didn't know, which is fair, because you don't always know right off the bat. Um, and then they sent me a video of them jumping into a lake. That's really cool. Boxing day. (laughs) So cold. That's cool and cold. (laughs) Yeah. And so it was just kind of interesting to me. And then they said, this is how I processed. Um, 
so it was kind of cool timing to me that yeah all of these things are like mm-hmm. one after the other so emotions dr- kind of drive you into action mm-hmm. yeah yeah so feeling those big feelings actually could lead to change really that person realized they needed to make a change yeah and they made a splash <laughs> yeah wow and then um, so the first line of this newsletter is happiness, strangely, is about change. Hmm. So <laughs> if you're unhappy, do something. something. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So I love that because if you're making a change because of your like unhappiness or your emotions, it actually connects you more to yourself. So mm-hmm. I made a whole bunch of changes starting in 2016 starting with braces like very small like but big for me because I don't like going to the dentist but and then going back to school getting a different job in a different like um ministry I guess yeah um and it did help me to process how I was feeling to make that change yeah and what I wanted so very cool mm-hmm. and then so you braces what are other big changes that you made initially um I got braces and then I um I actually decided to do a project at work to try and make change oh yeah because I was getting kind of like not bored in my job but I needed a challenge because I thought you know I can I got braces that was a big deal and then Mm -hmm. I started getting colored braces like when they changed the elastics so as an adult it's kind of I was thinking it would be pathetic but it, it just drove me to make changes so right then I started um this project and it flopped and I thought it was brilliant so I thought nobody's nobody understands how awesome I am and I don't think like <laughs> that normally so I ended up looking for a new job and and then and yeah I didn't get the first job but I decided to go back to school and yeah. I went in school to do social work which mm-hmm. is always what I wanted to do and then I ended up getting a new job fairly within six months um, wow. in so, in the field of social work, but not as a social worker yet. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, lots of different fuels. <laughs> yeah. Um. It's good not to ignore it anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You should always, like, listen. Yeah. Um, you should never suppress your emotions because... If you ignore it, you're not going to hear the message you need to hear that your body needs you to know. Exactly. And you might go in the wrong direction or a different... I shouldn't say wrong because we just go in a different direction. Right. Which road... The road less traveled is always Mm. the way for me now. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah. it seems. Actually, I think me too. Yeah? Yeah. I just see you as really brave. Me? Yeah, and say thank you, please. Thank you. <laughs> Instead of saying me? Me? Are you sure? Yes. Um, we were just talking about that at breakfast, actually, how I... So I've applied for a couple of jobs recently because I am discovering that my current position is not sustainable for my mental health. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't not work, so I'm fortunate to have a supportive team and... A team that knows that I am seeking 
piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so applying for these new positions um, that I think that if I had thought about them longer than I did, I would have talked myself out of it because yeah. I feel like they are far above me. Mm-hmm. But I don't, and I do it, and I apply, and then I'm like, what did I just do? So, an article I found actually ties into what you're saying, and it talks about feelings about your feelings mm. are called meta-emotions. Oh, I like so, meta. Yeah, so we, there, it, the article actually talks about how you get disconnected when you get caught in thinking about how, like, think overthinking, I guess. Yeah. Feeling about your, the meta-emotions, um, like, impacts your beliefs of, about your feelings. Um, and then that is also colored by your culture, your past, your thoughts. Mm-hmm. And remember, Oprah always says this, I'm sure it comes from somebody else, but you're, you are not your thoughts. Yeah. Like, just because you think, really? I'm cool? Doesn't mean you're not cool. <laughs> you're... Every thought that comes in your head isn't true. Yes. So it's a good reminder to all of us. That is a very good reminder. Yeah. Um, in this uh, newsletter that I was reading, there's a section about um, why we moved away from our feelings. Like, I think, like, why we started the avoidance. Mm-hmm. Um, and it talks about like the invention of cities and all of that stuff and how we moved from that place that we were talking about that like the primal Mm -hmm. stress cycle where we had to hunt and gather and that and then we've created this world where we don't have to do that like it's not about I need to go and find my dinner Mm -hmm. I just have to go to the store Mm -hmm. and um I think that when we think about things that are uncomfortable or painful, so this talks about the imagination of future pain and death, it creates fear in the present. Um, And so in this article, he talks about that was how farming was invented because then you're like planning for your future. Hmm. And I think... It was the last episode that you talked about that, like planning for uncomfortable conversations or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, It's interesting that like that's in the article. I can add a little bit to that in that. um, Yeah, here's the thing again, where I I try not to like think about what I want to say while you're talking. I'm trying to focus on you and then I forget what I was going to say, but. Um, I read in my sensitive book something very similar and where like a a long time ago things did get really busy and Mm. it can be it can lead to the big feelings or whatever and I always thought back to like it always came with the internet that's what made everything that's what messed everything up the phones and the internet the cell phones and the internet but I think back before that even when I was a child and how anxious I was without a phone without a phone or the internet yeah so yeah so it's a long time coming it's not just the internet no because i know a lot of people do blame the phones and the internet even if there's an accident they must have been on their cell phone i hear all the time yeah yeah texting and driving texting and driving yeah um so the last uh 
point in this just kind of caught my eye this they're talking he's talking about how humans came up with the enlightenment and western society agreed to value rationality and analysis over emotional experiences and it says this cultural inclination has led us to predominantly live in our heads constantly interpreting analyzing and often overthinking our experiences mm. well mm-hmm. and like if you take it back to this is the guy that talked about savory experiences mm-hmm. um i i do believe that those are not um things that we overthink or analyze or interpret yeah. they're just true organic experiences yep mm-hmm. agree yeah mm-hmm. Um, do you so if you were talking to somebody else who was having a hard time with a certain emotion how would you like what would you say to them the first thing I usually talk about is naming it to tame it because I really Mm -hmm. like doing that and that helped me or reframe or both yeah so um like today, I thought there was something wrong with me because mm-hmm. there were some marks on my body. It turned out it was stress. But, you know, na- having that label yeah. really helped me because I thought there was something wrong with me or that I had shingles or something. Yeah. But, um, I mean, that was a very specific naming it because it, we could say, no, it's not shingles, it's stress. But yeah. if you're having a big emotion of some kind, I mean, that's not necessarily bad, but just say, wow, that's really overwhelming. No wonder you are feeling this. Yeah. That's a lot. It's very, very big. Right. Like you're going through a lot. So mm-hmm. um, the reframe also helps, I notice as well with people because not everybody knows about that. I feel like now that I'm in the field, I think everybody does it but people don't always know yeah to like reframe it so if you're like okay i didn't get this job well you know it might not be that like i the first job i applied for in the social work field i did not get mm-hmm. um i flunked the interview really really badly right <laughs> so but i was able to um reframe it that it was a practice because the job yeah. that was meant for me, I was it was way too early. I wasn't ready for that job anyway. And that was social work. Right. I wasn't ready to go to school or anything like that. It was a practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I helped other people and learned myself how to get these type of jobs. So that you very, can now help me. No, I help people <laughs> all the time. But yeah. yeah. And it was actually a confidence builder for me. Because it's something I'm, I feel really expert in, and not many people are right. in this type of interviewing. No, these interviews are hard. Interviews are hard, especially yeah. like this competency-based behavioral interviews where you have to be so specific in your answers. Yes. Yeah. 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 So, um, yeah, those are the two things that I would say are my go-to's. How about you? Um, I think that I encourage people to like talk it out okay but how like so you tell me that you're stressed out what does that look like for you do you do you feel it anywhere specifically and I think that that comes from like my therapy experience my Mm -hmm. like my personal experience in therapy Mm -hmm. not as a therapist where my my counselor says where do you feel that in your body what does it look like? What does it feel like? Yeah. And that 
has been such a helpful tool for me. Yes. And so to try and get people to, or support people in um, being able to identify or connect to that feeling um, to understand it better. Another thing that is a recent thing is I got these pillow covers for my office Mm -hmm. the feelings wheel and it goes like from the big emotion which would be like say um joyful but then it goes to like the second level ones Mm -hmm. that also mean joyful and then Mm -hmm. the lower ones that also mean joyful yeah and so we like if we're having a hard time processing something at work we will like grab a pillow that is so awesome find which word Mm. like fits best yeah and sometimes we'll just go okay do we need a pillow check-in today (laughs) that's awesome I love mine thank you I really 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 love it yeah and I was looking at it and there's like so many different websites about the five the six the seven the ten basic emotions because yours is six I believe yeah so it was interesting to like look at all the different like ideas about it and there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with any of them just I find it interesting because for a basic emotion I never feel anger very often even when I think I should be angry about that yeah but I think that that's because we've like trained ourselves not to be angry not to be angry or not to allow yeah 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 so yeah well I think about I always say this word but I felt felt like a a 50s wife like I would never have expressed anger for Mm -hmm. a long time right um so now I have a hard time being angry even when things are people are angry for me (laughs) I'm not really angry a lot of times I feel other things so I don't know if I'm angry so interesting the idea about talking about it is good or pointing at the pillow because then you can say I feel angry this is what anger feels like yeah like I don't know like or like I feel disappointed and then find out what that connects to on the like the big emotion well and where is it in your body like you say yeah where is that like I, I actually I, I'm pretty sure this is anger or whatever frustration where am I feeling that and then mm-hmm. you know for next time and you start to get to know your body and where yes. you're yeah 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 because I know like if I'm feeling angry <laughs> I I feel it in my chest like my chest tightens mm-hmm um, this happened in like the couple weeks before Christmas. I was doing something at work and it was not going as smoothly as I wanted it to. And I went into my supervisor's office and said, I am experiencing extreme frustration with blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he <laughs> kind of looked at me and said, That's very dramatic. <laughs> And then said, I like spicy Carrie. (laughs) I'm going to tell Christina that you called me dramatic and spicy. (laughs) That's awesome. But, like, I think, yeah, I do. I am dramatic sometimes, Mm -hmm. but that's because that is how big that emotion was. Like, when it's, like, to the level that you're so frustrated that you're shaking. Yeah. Yeah, that's big. Yeah. But... To be able to sit with somebody and say, I'm experiencing extreme frustration. Mm -hmm. And for them to, like, bring it to, like, it wasn't minimizing. It was, like, Mm de-escalating was how it Mm -hmm. 
um, how I felt yeah. was that he de-escalated me mm. by calling me <laughs> dramatic and spicy. Well, it was almost like a slap. You know how you use people get slapped when they're getting hysterical and yeah. somebody slaps them and they seem to be like, oh, I'm snapped out yeah. of it. That's what that reminded <laughs> wow. me of. Yeah. But, like when you're having an extreme reaction or dramatic, as yeah. Jeremy says, um, it tells me that you like you really are feeling that big emotion. So mm-hmm. really pay attention to it because you yeah. don't normally do that. I don't normally outwardly do that. Outwardly, yes. Yes. I know, because sometimes I'll say, ooh, Carrie's not doing well. Like, to a friend, and they'll be like, Carrie, she's always doing well. And I'm like, no, 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 I don't think no, so. she's not. And then if I look at you, <laughs> you look fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, there is, um, like, the article that I've been looking at is a calm, C-A-L-M, calm.com mm. calm episode. But they link um, feeling your big feelings to a uh, calm meditation so and if you click on it if you go into the article and we link it there's a free um, um, labeling emotions oh. um, it's actually Jay Shetty who everybody that's listened to the podcast knows I love him so much but um, he does calm.com seven minutes a day yes. um, on calm so there's a free um, preview of that if you want to look at that because oh, cool. sometimes it does help to label it or, or it does. to notice them like Carrie was just saying yeah, yeah. so that's a really good um, resource yeah um, I like this so Flynn has a list of um, framework for feeling your feelings so we've already like touched on a couple of them um, inadvertently. Pause and notice when you're experiencing an emotion. Name the feeling, which is like Christina's always mm-hmm. name it to tame it. Stay with the feeling. Ooh, so like yeah. that often will feel quite uncomfortable, mm-hmm. especially if you're a person who doesn't normally process through their feelings that way Hmm. when you start doing it it is uncomfortable yes yeah and it's not bad and it's not it just is what it is Mm -hmm. we don't want to say things are bad you feel what you feel and that's okay yeah um and then express don't suppress so i like that share your feelings with a friend write it down in a journal Hmm. use feeling and body-based vocabulary Hmm. describe the sensations that you get um, so like I said, my chest tightens or there's things where my, I can feel it like in the pit of my stomach, mm-hmm. like almost like that dread. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and that's not a bad thing. Again, no. that's a good thing. And just pay attention. What does this mean? Do a yeah. body scan. Yeah. There's so many body scans. If you're not sure how to do one, yeah. you can start with, you can even just say, I'm going to start with my toes or my head. Like, how am I feeling in my top of my head or my ears and go down and see where you Mm -hmm. feel it yeah do you have specific places that you feel things in your body yes my thighs and my shoulders okay yeah and then my stomach was as a child and like even up till probably I was a social worker it was always my stomach Mm -hmm. most of the time yeah yeah so I did a thing with my therapist where I actually like took it out took that piece out and put it on the chair and talked to it directly that was kind of neat oh yeah so I just read about that in school too that was really neat yeah yeah that's cool yeah um where do you feel it like mainly in my torso usually like um 
mid, like right at the bottom of my ribcage mm. or in the like pit of my stomach. Mm -hmm. And then sometimes it is my entire body. I can feel my entire body tense. Mm. And I hate that feeling. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know. So that's when you want to do a body scan then. Yeah. Yeah. That's a really good opportunity to do that and sit with your feelings. Mm -hmm. You know, it's okay. it's going to be uncomfortable, but if you run away from it and keep busy or do something or eat or whatever your go-to is, mm -hmm. you're not really dealing with it. So no. sitting with it sucks, but it yeah. helps. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, reflect on the message that your feelings are giving you. Like, what is the feeling trying to tell you? If the, if it could tell you its goal, what would mm. it say? Mm, I like that question. Oh. Mm. Um, what does it want? Yeah. Is it pointing towards a value, a boundary, or a need? Mm. Yeah. So and again, like, don't overanalyze or interpret. Just like, go with the first thing that comes, because that, like, that's the organic thing. Like, mm. this is what your body's telling you, not what you think you thought you heard mm -hmm. right yeah yeah hmm. and then this respond with warmth Ooh. i like that i like that it's hard to do that if when you first start doing it yeah. to respond to yourself and say it's okay you pretend you're somebody else like mm -hmm. like i'm actually carrie what would i say to carrie instead of me yeah 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 so whole body listening i think yeah. it's called yeah hmm yeah, it's so good. Um, and then, like, he ends it talking about self-love. Like, it's doing these things is all about, like, being kinder to yourself, loving yourself. Um, I lost the word. Like, affirming that you are worthy, you are whole yeah so this goes back to something you've said a few times is could we go back to james clear on this yeah yeah so read atomic habits yes. and that's how we can maybe change some of these habits that we yeah have. that's true i love him even you know i haven't even read his book <laughs> i get his emails every week mm -hmm. and they're so good yeah i follow him follow him on instagram as well yeah and yeah and there's lots of good posts on there yeah i do have his book I have his audiobook. I've listened to most of the audiobook and I connected to him through Brene Brown because mm -hmm. she had him on her on her podcast for two episodes and there I remember mm -hmm. like the first time I heard it I was driving home and I would voice text you <laughs> just like random things that made no sense out of context mm -hmm. um but it was funny <laughs> because it was just like whatever the tip was for that his book is so eye-opening I felt like yeah yeah well the fact that he was on Brene Brown I'm like do you even like Brene Brown I can't I can't Me? remember mm, yeah no <laughs> I did not just get a quote tattooed yeah. <laughs> she's on your body not her person but yeah. her quote <laughs> although I know people that have faces of their loved ones on their I would never do a face. I haven't done anything, so I can't yeah. really say. <laughs> I haven't figured it out. 
Yeah. 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 So I want to take a minute to mention the Calm app. It's helped yes. me so much. I don't have it right now because I got it free with my Telus right. points. Um, but I think I would really like to re to get that again because that is a strategy that has worked for me. Mm-hmm. So I'm not a New Year's resolution person not per me se. Either. But I I do have some things I would like to do this year. I don't want to put them in a resolution because there's so much pressure with that. But yeah. I might put them on my brainstorming from my vision board. Mm-hmm. And then when it's neatly organized, <laughs> yeah. I, I like that better, like putting it on your vision board or your whatever you want to call it. Um, because then it's not like it's a resolution. It's just like an intention. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. I like that. Intentions. Mm-hmm. Intentions. I'm still trying to think of my word. Yes, that's okay. <laughs> that's okay. I had... S- I can't remember. I used to have them all written down since 2017, like what each year was, but I don't have that. I had it on a whiteboard. So I'll have to think back to what some of them were really good, but last year's was good springboard. And then, you know, launching this mm-hmm. podcast was really exciting. Yeah. Like you hit that springboard right in January. Cause that was when we started we talking started, about this last January. Yes. I think we launched in March, but it was because we researched and prepared for two months. Yeah. So we were really beginning right in January. I think. Yeah. Yeah. We turned a thought right into like action, which was really good for us. We're not action people. I think no, we, we talk a lot, but yeah. we're starting to do act, like make steps, Yeah, which is really neat. So putting it on the board, I'm really excited about. Like, yeah. Now I want to just go home and well, first of all, sleep. I'm not feeling good, but mm. then do that. I think that this podcast is the first time that I've actually like had a thought and carried it through. And I should remember this feeling because it feels good. Well, and applying for a job and going through it. A lot of people jam at the last minute. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Good for you. You've done mm-hmm. a lot this year. You know? you. So, like, yeah. We, we've done really well. We've this had a really good year. good year. This is a good year. Yeah, um, lots of growth. P.S. It's still December yeah. when we're <laughs> recording this. Um, but, yeah, it was mm-hmm. quite a year. Um, so yeah, we would like to encourage you guys to feel your feelings. And if you want to talk more about this on a future podcast, Mm -hmm. we'd love to have you as a guest or a co-host. If you know us personally, hit us up. If you are a listener that we haven't met, um, not so secret trauma podcast at gmail.com. Shoot us an email and we will, um, link up to figure things out. We would love to start talking to new people about their trauma yeah yeah thank you for listening and we look forward to 2024 because again we're in december still yes <laughs> yeah thank awesome. you take care <laughs>